All right. Hey, Trish. Hey, Matt. How you doing? I'm doing excellent. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's another Friday. Another Friday. Time for another Kiki. Very, time. very exciting as always. Time seems to be flying by, man. I know it's almost Halloween. Like Halloween is in a week. Je- two weeks, I think. In a week. 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 Yeah, it's yes. next week. Um, I only know that because I will be having our friend Bianca here on Sunday. She lands Ooh, on Sunday. So, yeah. Oh, so we'll be having a live and in-person Kiki with Bianca. Yes, we'll be doing a recording next week with Bianca, um, as well as I did an interview last week that I will be putting out for everyone's wonderful ears. Yes, I'm excited about this interview, and it's I believe this is the first one you've done on your own. Uh, I think if we count the bonus Disney episode, it's number two, I think. Number two. I think I interviewed Bianca by myself for Disney. Yeah, but Bianca is a good old friend of the yeah. show. Yeah, so I guess technically, yeah, it was like my first solo, my first interview by my, well, interviewing a guest by myself. Oh, I'm excited to hear it. I am excited to share it with everyone. <laughs> it was a, it's a really good interview. We got some really good content and uh, I'm really excited actually for what they're working on. It's a really cool project. I can't wait to share it with everyone. Awesome. So it's going to be, and uh, it's going to be an interesting interview from the little bits that you shared with me here and there. So once we get it out into the universe for everybody's listening pleasure. Yes. And that will, that'll be for sure next Friday. If I've already got it all figured out. So. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So what have we got going on my friend? Um. Well, this week, weekend this past weekend i was actually at beer fest here in calgary um you stepped out of the basement i stepped out of the basement in full drag how'd it go it went really well um i got so many free drinks it was disgusting uh Um, it wasn't even just like people like getting me drinks because like so like it uh, the way beer fest works is um, there's tickets to get in and then you buy um, sample tickets and then okay. depending on like what you're sampling it's usually depending it's usually between like two or three tickets a sample um, but yeah like so many of the booths were just like hey do you want to try this um, shout out to Gradient they were the ones that gave me the tickets to go um, just because I've shamelessly promoted them so aggressively i guess uh <laughs> you're one of their spot you're uh, one yeah. of their uh, influencer sponsors ig models i guess yeah, i i guess i just kind of like did that my on my own um which is totally fine they love it um apparently i'm like one of their biggest fans if probably not their biggest fan but i really do love their products so okay. but beer fest was great i also got to go visit um i guess my old stomping grounds because when i used to live in banff I used to bottle at a distillery called Park and uh, they were actually there and I went up and talked to them in full drive. I was like, I used to bottle when I lived in Banff and yeah, I remember bottling gin and then yeah, they took some pictures with me and stuff like that. So that was really like a full circle because it was just like, I love love their gin so much. So, and then they sent me away with a couple of free drinks. (laughs) Ooh, and you were, so you were quite popular. Oh yeah, it was uh it was it was pretty great. Like there was lots of like dudes who were like, My kids love drag, can I take a picture with you? It was like totally, yeah, it was great. Like <laughs> oh it was God. uh it was definitely a really fun four hours, but um that being said, when I got home, my feet like any everything from my hips down just wanted to fall off. Ooh. Yeah. You put a lot of effort into that look. You looked great. Yeah, I also wore four inch heels on concrete. <sighs> oh, never a good idea. No, never a good idea. But um, my like, oh, I, I felt like I had a cold when I went to bed that day because my legs were so achy. Oh, you survived concrete with four inch heels. Kudos to you. Yeah, I did survive the gig. The next day I woke up. It wasn't too bad. I right, good. It was fine. Yeah. So the next outing I have planned will be um, not this Saturday, but the next Saturday for 
I'm gonna go to a haunted house. In full geesh? Full drag. Ooh. Well, I'm actually gonna be going in Patsy Stone drag, like character drag. Ooh. Nice. I've seen the I've seen the look you're working on with the den with is it the Canadian tuxedo? Uh so the denim is scrapped. I can't fix that skirt, so I'm just making a new skirt quickly and then I'm just gonna alter the jacket, I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to do something quick. I'm trying to maximize my time with Bianca, so and today okay. I have I've had no time to sew today just because I've been tidying, getting ready for people to come visit me, so Oh, yeah. You, we were talking prior to recording and you've been a busy bee cleaning all day today. Yeah, and I'm like only halfway done, like fully. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. So once Bianca's there, it's going to be all hands on deck. still need to like, more floors. <laughs> oh, God. Um, your house is what? Two stories? Three stories? Three stories. Yeah. And I'm trying to like, I'm trying to make the basement all like, um, nice for Bianca so that she can just have like the entire basement to herself okay yeah that's the plan so now Bianca is known for going for her own little drag persona are we gonna see the drag persona from Bianca come through do you think um yes I believe there's been discussions of Powerline and Sheriff Yeti so oh god that's gonna be. I I I said it to you, and I'm gonna say it to listeners. I'm looking forward to all the trouble y'all are getting into. We actually have so much going on. Um, so the Monday we're actually, uh, Monday October 25th. You can actually catch us on Miss Richfield's Bingo. We're gonna be part of a live audience. Um, so if anyone listening to the show wants to check that out, it's uh all free to play. You play at um play um, what is it? Play Bingo Bonanza. You know what? I'm gonna look it up before I give say a link because I'm not going to fuck that up. So you're on Miss Richfield's Bingo Bingo. Bingo Bonanza, yeah. I just want to make sure I have the link correct. So the link is playbingobonanza.com So play P-L-A-Y Bingo B-I-N-G-O Then Bonanza is B-O-N-A-N-Z-A dot com and you can sign up for free. Um, but you can catch both me and Bianca in the live studio, well, the quote-unquote live studio Zoom audience that night. Nice. And we'll be all dressed up because it's Halloween, so. And what time is Miss Ritual's bingo? Um, okay, hold on. I for have those to, like, that, yeah, for those that don't play. I have to look because, like, I'm so bad with time zones. Okay, so um, it's at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And I'll just say that because then everyone else can do the math for their own time zone because you should not trust me to do the math for your time zone. <laughs> I'm not reliable for that. <laughs> Neither am I, so that's okay. I'm not going to chime in on the different time zones. I believe it's 5 Pacific, if I'm not mistaken, because they're three hours behind. I know it's 8 7 p- my it's seven 8, my time. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, because it's 6 my time, so that would make sense, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. You just like, there's always like, we play like, I think like three or four bingo games. Um, there's always a share contest for, you know, sharing on Facebook. And it's just a lot of fun. It's just like a good old, like family friendly bingo. It's not dirty. It's not explicit. You know, there's not a lot of swearing. Okay. It's good. Yeah, it's good for everyone. It's a family bingo. Yeah, it's definitely a family bingo. Okay. And then you have something else you're up to. Uh, I guess we're um, actually, me and Bianca are going to be co-hosting a bingo for some of our friends on the Friday. Mm-hmm. So that's so that'll be gonna fun. Be very, yeah, that's going to be very exciting. And then Saturday is the Haunted Houses. Mm-hmm. So I believe there's six we get to go through um, okay. in total. And then um, on the Sunday, we're just going to hand out candy and costume. Oh, cute. Do, they, yeah. do you actually get trick-or-treaters? Well, there's a good amount of kids around our, like, circle, like, our little loop here. So we're hoping that we can, like, at least get them over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no trick-or-treaters in my area. Well, I mean, Florida is the land of old people. Mm. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Like, come on. We all know that. 
That's true. What? No, we used to get trick-or-treaters in my old neighborhood. In this neighborhood, for the past 10 years, not one trick-or-treater. It's because they so. couldn't put on enough makeup to not look 60 anymore. <laughs> well, my, my mom used to get candy. Um, and with the excuse of it's for the trick-or-treaters, knowing they wouldn't come and she'd eat all the candy. Yeah, I mean, that's totally what I would do. I would live in a, like a condo building or something and I would just be like, yeah, we're going to get candy. And then like, no one would ever come and I'd be like, yay. I just get to eat it all. Like, oh, well, I wasted money on this. No, no sense in throwing it away. Well, like once upon a time, they used to discount the, the candy after Halloween and now they don't do it anymore. They just wait for the next year. So like. Oh, they don't? No, not not, not up here anymore. We don't. Oh, not up there. Candy. We do down here. Yeah, they used to do it. It's like Valentine's for sure. Always like you can get Valentine's Day shit discounted and Easter yeah. stuff. But I find like Halloween candy, they don't really discount it anymore. Or they do like so little, it's not worth it. Yeah. 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 Like, but whatever. I'll get some candy. I think I might just get like candy necklaces this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, speaking of haunted houses, I was just thinking once things open up, you have to come to Orlando and go to Halloween Horror Nights. Okay, what's that? It's pretty much they turn Universal Studios into a haunted house. Oh, I'm into that. Canada's Wonderland used to do that. Or I think they still do it. Um, But you can go on, like, um, I think a good chunk of the rides. Um, The water park's not open, obviously, because it's fucking October. But um, you can go on, like, most of the roller coasters and shit like that. And they'll, like, but they'll also have, like, people hiding all around the park just, like, to scare the fuck right out of you. Well, they haven't. They, they they have an area where it's like haunted houses. They do have like a stranger thing, a stranger thing themed haunted house, a Walking Dead or um horror house, like a haunted house that type of stuff. So you'd be into it. Oh yeah, they're those are branded haunted houses. Damn. Yeah, you you'd be into it for sure. Yeah, I'm actually not like so. Fun fact: I'm not super big on haunted houses. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm. It's more so. I just like I don't like people fucking touching me. Period. Like period. <laughs> Yeah. I don't care if I like you. I probably don't want you touching me. It's just how I am. <laughs> um, so relatable, relatable. Yeah. So like, uh, we get down to the relatable topics here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I just don't like people touching me. So like, you know, like jump out and scare me. That's fine. But like, don't touch me. Don't like blow on my neck. Don't do any of that shit. Cause like, I don't want that shit. I'm not down with that shit. What was it that I was reading um, that they, they're like, because, you know, haunted houses are only, they get actors, seasonal actors and people like that to do the parts. Yeah. And one, one of them was, I, I don't know if it's Peaches Christ who shared this or, or who shared this, but it's like one of the actors from like a haunted house, like, please don't touch the actors. And please follow the rules because you you're you're coming around a corner. You're you're trying to scare the actors and do this. You're actually hurting us. Yeah. Because I think That's this person. Awful. Why do people try and do shit like that? I don't know. I think this person was slammed into a wall. Wow. Okay. Sorry. I, that took me a second just because I was taking a sip of my drink and I didn't want to spit it out. What? Yeah, like the, these people, if I remember the article correctly, like this person was, were waiting to, um, you know, to do their thing, they're hiding or whatever. Yeah. And these people, these um, people going through the house were trying, instead of going through like normal pace or whatever, they were trying to like sneak into the next section or do whatever. And they actually got into this, per- they actually rammed into this person and, sl- and they slammed them into a wall. Oh my god, that is so hateful. It was, I don't know if it was on purpose or on accident, but yeah, the person got, I think, ended up with a mild concussion. Still, you're, if you're in like a haunted house that like you have to like move through rooms as they tell you, then you have to fucking wait. Like, yeah, that's what they're saying. Like, follow the rules. If they're telling you stay here, stay there. Don't zoom ahead because we're getting into position we might be doing something and you're going to run into us and you're going to hurt us and we're going to we might hurt you accidentally yeah that is like yeah no honestly like especially with like the whole COVID thing still and like you have to be fully vaxxed to go to this haunted house there's like no way fans or butts they're not even taking negative test results good 
Um, so that's good. And you have to be masked the entire time. So I'm thinking because of that, there won't be any contact. It'll more so just be like trying to jump at you and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I, this year I, I kind I would kind of bet that it's all going to be contactless. Yeah, which is fine. Like I'm, I'm totally down for that. I'd really prefer it. Like I'm going to be going in a wig and stuff like that. So like, I don't want them touching my hair. I don't yeah, want I them grabbing say- my outfit. You know what I mean? Like I. Well, I was yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna be in full full high hole drag. You're not gonna want people touching your stuff. Exactly, it's uncomfortable enough. You don't need people grabbing at you and fucking treating you like a Barbie doll because it's not like that's not conducive. It's not the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. You can probably hear uh, Miss Geraldine playing. As soon as I'm in here for like more than 10 minutes, she's like, okay, I have to play then. Aww. It's so funny. That's good though. I mean, she's comfortable around you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, for she those definitely... who don't know about Miss G, have we not talked about Miss G yet? I don't think we've talked about Miss G yet. Okay. So, I adopted a four or a three legged cat who only has four teeth and she's like two years old. And I named her Miss. Well, her name was Miss Geraldine, and then I added uh, Dupree Lords Rockstar Aaron the <laughs> second. She has a full name. She has a full pageant name. And she's just, and she's the cutest kitty. I honestly am tempted to just like joke. No, I know I've talked about her because I've brought this up before. I want to joke register her for a pageant, and then not show up. <laughs> but they'd still have to put her picture on the bill, so. Ooh, right? why not do it? Why not do it if it's That's free? Why I'm into it. Although pageant, I know most pageants have a registration fee. I'd pay it just for the shits and gigs. Just for the shits and gigs. <laughs> just for the shits and gigs. Okay, so before we were talking, um, we got recorded. We were also talking about a special delivery you got. Okay, so I got two special deliveries, but we'll talk about the first one first and the second one second. Huh? Sure. Sure. Go in order. Sometimes I like to say things like in the nonsense of Alice in Wonderland, like start the story from the beginning and end at the end. (laughs) I love Alice in Wonderland. Um, Okay, so the first delivery was something that we've actually been, um, well, we've been laughing at, but like bickering at the company back and forth because we've been waiting for it to get here. Um, So For a while. Drag exclamation point, the ultimate drag scene has finally arrived at my house. Um, if any of our viewers watch the beatdown, they'll know that this magazine was featured on Willem's beatdown in an episode recently in season seven while she was in the UK. Um, just to list off a few names that, well, first of all, on the cover, we have gorgeous Lawrence Cheney with her crown and scepter. Our current reigning UK our queen. Our current reigning UK queen. So just like, that's always nice. Um, and then on the cover, we also have Divine, the world's first drag superstar. Uh, Lily Savage, the only interview in over 10 years. Oh, um, wow. We also have the ultimate guide to every season and every spinoff of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, and then inside as well, we have Lady Bunny, Ballroom, Culture, Willem, Wigstock, Priscilla, Tu Wong Fu, Latrice, Dragula, Bibi Zahara Benet, Coco Peru, Lipsinka, and more. Ooh. And let and me it's tell you, it is, it is like a book. It is truly like a book. Nice. Like, and like, there's so many gorgeous pictures, but like, also there's so like, it's a lot to read too. It's not just pictures everywhere. It's there's actual like Con- content. Yeah. Literary content in here. It's not just photographs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like they do they have priscilla like priscilla the movie they touch on priscilla the musical like Ooh, i've been wanting to see priscilla if it comes to miami so yeah it's um it's a very packed magazine like there's a nice little chunk here on wake stock mm-hmm. um through the ages and stuff like that and they have some really nice pictures of like over the years that's like seven six seven pages on wake stock Oh, wow. And that doesn't even count the stuff they do on Lady Bunny. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't Lady Bunny start Wigstock? Yes, she did. Well, she was one of the, I believe she was one of the creators. Yeah, I was gonna say, she I started yeah. or created it. I know original Wigstock did include um, Lipsinka. 
Yeah, the, I really am excited. I haven't read the lip synca part yet, but I'm really excited because I actually like, oh, I've loved her since before Drag Race was on television. Same with Oh, she's through, iconic. So, yeah, she's like, iconic. Iconic. Yeah, there's a couple people in here that I'm just like, ooh, I'd love to learn more about. And then like, obviously I'm obsessed with Willem. So the fact that Willem got four pages. That's the first, the first thing he turned to when he got the magazine. Well, first thing I turned to, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen my story. Looking at all the gorge of Willem. One thing I say that this like was my favorite thing. And I actually, I try not to read the like, big font quotes until I've read the article because they're just completely out of context. Um, okay. But this one I will read because it's like, it's it, now that I've read it with context, it, it fits. It's great. I love it. And so one of the ways to enjoy longevity in this career is to handle your partying and walk the line between fun and messy. Interesting advice. Good advice. It's very good advice. That's uh, That's how I like to have my extracurriculars I like to not straddle the line yeah not abuse not get messy I mean I had some extra fun at beer fest just to help me feel a little bit more social just because I can get very antisocial in crowds um and yeah no just uh just a little bit yeah. a little bit of fungus to you know uh, you know how to handle and you you know how to to control yourself uh-huh. I was also trying to pace myself like at one point I like uh, one of my favorite breweries in town Cold Garden had um, a lovely little chill spot it was like um outdoor patio with fake grass and all this shit it was really great um, so we got we managed to score spots there so we just kind of like chilled there and talked and hung out because I was like I'm in heels I can't like get shit loaded right I'm gonna break my ankle, so. Oh, and that has been known to happen with heels. Oh yeah, there were a few women that came up to me and they were like, I don't know how you walk in them better than I do. I was like, I don't know either. I don't know either. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. yeah. So I took my supervisor, mention of, 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 of like drag queens and women to her first drag show. And did she love? She loved and she was amazed at how good the queens looked. She's like, all she kept, one of the things she kept saying was like, they look better than I do. It's the, yeah, they'll take the time, man. Now I told her, well, we may take 30 minutes, maybe an hour to make up at the most. They take two hours. Oh, I Plus. can beat my face in an hour now. Like, a lot of queens can't. Especially, like, a lot, I know a lot of the girls have said like they, they've, um, they've gotten down to like an hour, hour and a half feet. Yeah, Which I think that's all you have good. on Drag Race, though. I think you really only have like an hour, hour and a half. And that's really good for a queen. Like I know a lot of seasoned queens are like, they're like, yeah, I can do. My-. Even seasoned queens are like, oh yeah, the fastest some of them will go is an hour. Uh, honestly, there's some things I won't rush. Yeah, it's about learning what you can and what you cannot rush. Exactly. Like they're like my eyes, I can do in a minute. Like I, I can do in five minutes if I have to. What I don't won't like you rush? to, but I can. What won't you rush? Uh gluing down my eyebrows and contouring my face. Yeah. Two of the most important steps, I think. Yeah, especially because like I do have a very strong jaw, so I really like to make sure that I can just like really round it out and just give it a more softer appearance. That's one thing I really focus on. And my cheek cut. Mm. And your makeup key just keeps getting better and better. I'm like, I'm very obsessed with the cheek cut. I'm not going to lie. It's like probably my favorite thing to do, personally. <laughs> nice. Um, while we're still talking about the magazine, um, here, let's see what how many pages we have. I'll get you to pick a page and I'll pick, I'll look for a fact from it. So page one through page one through 130. Um 36. 36, okay. <laughs> Almost there. Oh. <laughs> you like you picked like the most random thing too. What? So. 
So you actually picked an interesting um, thing. It's from uh, P.S. Burn These Letters, Letters from the Ooh, Past. Oh, I love that documentary. I have actually haven't seen it yet. So um, I've watched it several times. Oh, wow. What's the interesting fact? There's just some really nice, like, pictures. They have uh, pictures of um, Henry Arango, a.k.a. Adriana, in their home uh, with his vintage uh, doll collection. Cuban, I believe. Um, yeah, Gorge. George Roth, a.k.a. Rita George, 84, preparing for his 50th anniversary of being named Miss Fire Island Cherry Grove 2019. Uh-huh. They have some pictures of some of the letters. Yeah, I, well, I, I what was the guy's name? Was it a uh, Dean? I think. Who did the movie? Um, the letters they who they wrote to. Because the whole thing with P.S. Burn this these letters is it's a New York for those who haven't seen or heard of the documentary. It's a gentleman who's from New York and moves to California and his friends from New York who happen to be in the queer community and drag queens will write to him and tell him about what is going on in the community and all of that. And so P.S. Brindy's um, back in the day, because this was in the 40s and 50s, um, it was outlawed to be gay, lesbian, anything outside of uh, cis heteronormative. So families would burn the letters um, friends that would get the letters would burn them destroy them so there's nothing of that history there he this gentleman I think his name is Dean or Rick I can't remember actually held on to the letters and they were found 20 years later and the people who did the documentary actually found the queens dressed to a man named Reno Martin Reno Martin there you go Dean Martin. That's where I got Dean from. Reno Martin. Yeah, Reno Martin. It was. We just had to kept. We just had to kept playing that game. We would have gotten there. Yeah. <laughs> but Reno kept the letters. They found them twenty years locked away in a storage, and the documentarians found the queens who wrote the letters. Yeah, it looks like um, it says Craig Olson and his partner Richard Koningsberg or Koningsberg came across literal treasure, a box of letters addressed to a man named Reno Martin. Such discovery may not seem like a bounty, but these were no ordinary letters dating back to early 1950s. These were correspondence written by a group of drag queens living and working in New York City. Yeah, it's a beautiful documentary. I'm gonna have to find it. I think Byron would love it. It's on Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus of another another streaming service you must pay for. I actually got Discovery Plus for because well Discovery Plus isn't bad I had it I I just stopped paying for it but it has like Food Network TLC Cooking Channel Discovery uh, Discovery Channel Animal Planet like it's like 10 different channels in one streaming service oh wow okay see I might have access I might have access to it actually because I have cable and I have Discovery on my cable so yeah maybe if you have um like uh, like on demand they might have it on there yeah i'll check that out when i go back downstairs upstairs with in the drag room with miss geraldine yeah that's the other thing you actually have a drag room now i do yes drag room i'm still working on it um the goal is that bianca is going to help me with some of it when she gets here so that's great um but yeah it's coming along it's going to take some more time well all good things take time yeah all right, so we've got delivery one, the magazine. What's the second delivery you wanted to talk about? Okay, so the second delivery actually showed up today. Ooh. It was a lovely little care package. <laughs> so I got, um, there was two keychains, one from Miami and one from like, where like very specifically where you live. Yes. And then um, I also got two mugs. One for me and one for my husband, and I already picked out which one I get, so he doesn't get to pick. Uh, well, with it, what they say, it's trying to say, Camarón que se is the shrimp that falls asleep, the ocean takes him away. So you were, you got there first, you picked. Well, I'm the one that's home all day, so I don't know if that, that saying really counts. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> um, and then, what, oh yeah, there was um, the 
Hocus Pocus mirror that was just came out with the ColourPop collection. Yes, I know you've been waiting for that mirror. That mirror had me gagged um, because like everything was really cute. I loved the packaging on everything, but like the mirror was the only thing I really like liked because I wasn't like super in love with any of the shades that they released for that particular launch. Um, And then there was the Cuban seasoning that you have been telling me to try and find that I cannot yes. find here. <laughs> El Sazon Completo. And you called me while we, we video chatted when you got the package. And I was at the grocery store, ironically. And I showed you there was a wall there dedicated was a wall. To, this, this scene, to this seasoning. And it was just this one kind. It wasn't even like the brand and all of their kinds. It was just the one kind. Well, it was a brand and this kind of seasoning only. And the only thing was like the two shelves at the top was like uh, mojo, the marinade. I am honestly so fucking excited. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for you to try it. Hopefully it's like like a big fucking, it's like a big bottle too. That's a baby bottle. That's the baby bottle. Wow. I have a bigger bottle. Wow. I love it. I love that. I love that journey for Cuba. (laughs) (laughs) And I sent you Cuban liquid crack. Yes. Oh my God. I literally need to go get a percolator now so that I can make it correctly, apparently. Yeah. um, Sister Indica, her friend, um, uh, gave her coffee, Cuban coffee, and we call it in Spanish una cafetera, a, per- a percolator that goes stovetop. And yep. he taught her how to make Cuban coffee. That's so awesome. I'm, so I'm going to have to like, watch you. a video. So I'm teaching you. Now, it's not... And well, you've seen... We, and I, we laugh about this being Cuban crack because I've shown you guys... You've heard me talk about it. And I showed you a video from this comedian, Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias. Yes. I showed so, Byron last night because I knew... The Cuban coffee was coming today and I was like, oh, we're getting Cuban crack. He's like, what the fuck is Cuban crack? Like, why the fuck did your friend send you drugs? I was like, no, 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 it's coffee. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. Remember, you want an ito, not a grande. Yeah, no, I actually have tiny um, little clear cups that will be perfect for it. Okay. They're like an I've... ounce and a half. Okay, perfect. I just, I just, I just want, I want you to do the coffee. And just to see your reaction to it, because it is hilarious. Because Cubans, we are literally um, grow up with m- coffee and milk, cafe con leche. Yeah. When we're kids, like some parents put it in their in their toddlers' bottles. Oh my God! Do you, do Cuban children ever sleep? <laughs> we do, but it's not like it, it. It it's more milk with like a splash of coffee, and then as you get older, it adjusts to coffee with a splash of milk. Mm-hmm. But we we've done it. We I know kids that have started when they're two or three with like a little bit of coffee in their milk. Now I see. I went and actually got like evaporated milk because I felt like that would actually be more traditional to put in it. It it works actually. I felt it's like a, I was like I feel like I feel like the evaporated milk is see, the correct. Choice your in, here. your instincts are right. Well, I I, I couldn't imagine like. I just couldn't see you guys pulling out the milk jug for this. Like, not at all. Well, it's um, leche conden- condensed milk. Okay. Leche condensada. Condensed milk because it's very sweet. Yeah, I don't like I, Yeah, I don't like sweet. That's why I got the evaporated. Yeah, but... And then I have to teach you or you have to find how to do the, the spumita. Okay, what's that? It's a little... It's a foam on top. Um. yes. So it's pretty much, um, you can do it on an espresso machine because my aunt does it. I have one for when we have larger parties. Mm -hmm. But when it's just like two, one or two people and I do this for my dad, it's sugar with like a few drops, like the first couple of drops of the coffee, you beat it until it's incorporated in light. And then when you pour the coffee, it does like a little layer. Okay. So it's almost like that um, Korean coffee thing. It's a little bit similar, but not quite. Kind of, yeah. Okay. I'm into that. I'm very into that. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be fun. You're going to, I hope you like the Cuban coffee because this, the brand I sent you was the one most Cuban swear by. I'm so excited. And then I'm going to have to probably have to try and find it somewhere here. Well, I can always send it to you. 
I mean, like, Calgary does have a pretty decent, like, Latino community. I'm sure I can find it somewhere. I'm actually, I'm already planning your second care package. Well, yeah, you sent me some pictures of some gorgeous things. <laughs> yeah. So, the, the, yeah, I don't know. I, one of them is like a gold-ish glitter, uh, shiny material. The other one is actually red shiny with beading on it. I love it. Which I think Madam Ivy would love. Madam Ivy loves everything sparkly. Yep. And it has it's a like shoulder. like a ferret or and a laser. And it has a little, um, um, shoulder pad moment oh yes i've wanted a shoulder pad moment for so fucking long like i'm literally tempted to make shoulder pads for that green dress just to like make like give it more structure are we talking dynasty shoulder pads yeah <laughs> <laughs> i live i live like aggressive yeah yeah <laughs> that'll be fun oh my god too much i like yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm still, like, I don't, I'm just having fun with drag still. So, like, it should be fun. But you're stepping out of the basement. I know. I even moved everything upstairs. It's like I'm literally out of the basement. Aww. I'm also going to be stepping out of the, the basement in a more literal sense to do an uh, interview with Amber LeMay. Oh, when is the Amber LeMay interview? Amber LeMay will be on November 7th, and I believe it is live on Facebook, so... Yes. But she always no. she always posts it after, so it's always available later as well, but yeah, no, that's going to be another big thing. I'm, I'm, like, nervous, excited, trying not to throw up, shit myself, you know, all of those things at the same time. <laughs> uh, uh, you'll, you'll do great. I know Amber has had, like, a very... Um, a very star-studded list of guests like it's uh yeah <laughs> I'm just and you're like, on I, it I now am the nobody. So... i am the nobody on the other like, now to this list like no for sure oh yeah she's done like tammy brown and like she's like other drag race alum and yeah like other like like big political people yeah she's done so much cool shit i'm just like wow how oh, you're, ju- you're just another cool person that gets to go on there I guess so. And she's also interviewed Miss Richfield too. So like that's Ooh. Yeah. I love Miss Richfield. Miss Richfield brings me so much joy. Oh Sometimes she's on awesome. Mondays I don't have time to play and I always feel really bad, but um it's just cause like sometimes it's like right at dinner time. So it's I find it hard to And I hate jumping yeah. in late. I hate being that person who like jumps in halfway through. Yeah, I, I can't go usually go to bingo because I work overnight. So usually by the time all the bingo starts, which is when normal people are home, I'm starting my, my work. Yeah, because you like literally would start an hour, like like what, an hour right when bingo starts? Yeah, I start like 30. I believe Mr. Trill starts at about 8 Eastern, we said. And yeah. I start like 30 minutes before it starts. Yeah, so literally like, yeah. Yeah, by the time it starts, I'm like knee deep in in like us and australia calls well yeah because you're usually you told me you're like busy right from like at the beginning you're usually quite busy and then and then it starts to like slow down as the evening goes but usually like right at the jump it's uh yeah the first um we're usually busy till about 11. and then at 11 it's like it may start to calm down but hopefully we'll be back in the water soon with australia that's our goal and that means i will be non-stop non-stop just never ending well when we were at our we okay um for our new listeners i work for a cruise line and usually before we would have our peaks and waves when we were at our peak it was literally eight hours of non-stop calls that is bananas literally eight hours of non-stop calls it got to the point where they actually had to implement break times because we would not get a break wow that's actually insane yeah like we like they they tell you okay you have 30 minute break you have a 30 minute lunch break and then you have 30 minutes throughout the day that you can take a break you know normally you'd step away for five minutes here and there and etc it got so busy and back to back that they actually had to schedule your breaks. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, it, and it was, it literally, I think when I went out with my supervisor or my ex-supervisor, she moved on to another department. 
at one point there were i think it was over 200 calls holding that is oh my god that is like that's bananas like that's absolutely bananas you wouldn't be able to like as a like one person working you wouldn't be able to get through that much of a queue in one shift like eight hours yeah and that's not counting the calls that people hang up on that they get frustrated on the calls that that you know what i mean like waiting like yeah, literally they've been waiting for too long and they just get pissed off and they're like i'll call back later yeah that's not counting the calls that drop those are like calls that are holding for us to go oh my god that is maldia too much no yeah i think our average when i first started with the company average was about two thousand calls a day for a cruise line Mm-hmm. Wow. People really are really addicted to prison at sea. Like, shit. <laughs> like 2,000 calls a day. Um, People really love we that were, prison on the ocean. And we were open pretty much 24 hours. Holy shit. And I and guarantee we, you people still got to you and were like, I've been on hold forever. That literally is the the first couple of words out of my, out of people's mouths and I was like I've been on hold for two hours I've been on hold for an hour I've been on hold for an hour I'm like I'm glad you have the time also like calling an airline isn't any better no calling no vacation I, I hate any please, travel service takes fucking forever to get them on the phone thank you thank you and if you don't are, care if it's an airline, uh, a boat, a train, a bus. If, it takes fucking forever. If you're a guest and you happen to get me, please don't take this the wrong way. But we're doing the best that we can. We're answering calls. And some of these calls literally were on the phone with one person for over an hour. Yeah. And it's, there's nothing you can do. You can hang up on the person. No. And it's because their situation is complicated and it takes time and yeah. other times they want something and we're done within five minutes yeah well yeah so and it like, all depends and right and like event like it might average itself out but it might not yeah and i when i've been we've been so backed up that they're allowing us to actually do overtime yeah you've been telling me that so i've been doing overtime and there are times when in an hour i only take two calls holy shit because they're so long and complicated that is too much. Yeah. You almost need like a chain of people. It's like, okay, you've done this one for 15 minutes. Okay, we're just going to move you on to the next person just because this is exhausting. Well, the thing, <sighs> it, it really is one of those things where it's like, you, unfortunately, do the depend, like a lot of businesses. We let go of people and all this stuff. And now that we're picking up, we're scrambling to get people back. So you're overworking yeah. the people that are there. Yep. It's uh it's kind of happening everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've and I'm you, it's interesting as hell to get some of these calls. Because <laughs> I I love our I love our Aussie guests. I love Australians so much and I'm dying to go to Australia. That's on my bucket list, but they like their booze. Yeah. I imagine and- they all purchased the booze package. <laughs> They, they, some of them get the booze package, but the funny thing is that a lot of Australia has been on lockdown for over 10 weeks. Yeah. And they're just coming out of it and getting those calls when Australians have been day drinking. Oh, that must be so much fun. They must be so much fun to talk to. They're just having a riot during the day at, at home. They can't do anything else but drink beer. Yeah, like the ones whatever. that are not working, the ones that aren't working, like there are people that are working. So we do deal with that. But the ones that are are not working and are calling, it's, it's it, we, we have a little bit, because they're across the world, we have a bit of a hard time sometimes, sometimes understanding them. Yeah. When they're drunk, oh, everything's out the, out the window. <laughs> they just sound crazy. We yeah, it's like, Australia. We love you, Australia. And we love, love you. And Y'all are hilarious. We live. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's fun, but it's interesting to get these calls. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. So you are so we're gonna be getting some new content, hopefully, from Sharon Ivy. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah, that should be fun. That should be fun with the bingo and all that. Can't wait to to see. And that's gonna be one that's this Friday. Friday when she's there, right? 
so the so we're on Miss Richfield on Monday, and then we're doing the bingo for our friends on the Friday. Friday, okay. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'm I'm dying to see Bianca host bingo. Yeah, it'll be it's it's gonna be interesting for sure. Like, <laughs> we'll be getting an appearance from Betty Bingo Balls. Uh, yes, Betty Bingo Balls will be in attendance. Uh, she will be running the chat as always. As always. So yeah, <laughs> Betty Bingo Balls is excited to be here. Oh. Yeah. That'll be fun. Coming out of temporary retirement, her hormones finally came in. If anyone <laughs> listening to this podcast attended the last bingo. They finally came in, you know, the COVID problem happened, but now she's back on track. She's good. Betty Bingo Balls is right where she needs to be. <laughs> I was going to say, finally, poor thing. She's been waiting for a long time to get those hormones back. Right? <laughs> Her um, hormones are cases of monster energy drink, by the way, everyone. Um <laughs> Just whole yeah. entire flats. Just the whole flat. She needs the whole flat. She cannot go to the corner store and buy them. She needs the whole flat. That's why That's why we had so many issues. There were so many logistical issues to get those flats. Yeah, it's, it's, mon- it's monster energy and coffee. That gets her Like through. way more monster energy. I'm the coffee fiend in the house for sure. Oh, you're the coffee fiend. Okay. Yeah, 10 out of 10, I'm the coffee fiend. Uh, working for Starbucks for 10 years kind of ruined me. <laughs> Yeah. And like my dad was also giving me, my dad was giving me coffee when I was like five, half and half with milk and coffee. Oh God. So you're, you're Latin already. Yeah. I'm, well, that's a German thing too. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Germans don't care about coffee or beer really. Oh my God. My dad let me try all of his beers when I was growing up. What? Yes. All right then. Fully. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, but like I'm. I'm in my 30s. It was we we grew up in a different time, Trish. We did. We did. No, we did. We did. We grew up in a yeah. We grew up in a much different time. It was much um. It was much less policed in terms of like socially being policed. So like yeah, like and there wasn't all this like places to go put your hostile feelings about how you feel about the situation either, right? So it's just kind of like yeah, it it yeah. was what it was. I mean, like I. I would not be giving my child sips of my beer, but you know what? It happened. Whatever. It's in the past. I'm fine. No. Oh, no. I remember. I remember, like, when we grew up, it was one of those, um, what was it? You, what you weren't, yeah, you weren't supposed to police. It was, it was more lenient with safety, too. Yeah. Like, you know, your parents had a couple friends in the neighborhood that kept an eye on you, and that was kind of it. But, like, you weren't, like, policed by strangers. <laughs> No, yeah, it's like if you wanted to go out to play, at least in my old neighborhood, I'm sure for years while it's like, okay, you can go. But yeah, but... like the park was across the street for us. So my mom was like, that's fine, you can go to the park. But when I come outside to the sidewalk and yell, you bet get you best be getting your ass back here. Yeah. That it, was the it, deal. Or by sundown. Yeah, that was it. It's like if the street lights are on, your ass is in, at home. Yeah, unless I've given you permission to be out after dark, you're home by the time the streetlights come on. Yep, that was yeah. it. I know, but now no one would let their parents go over there. Like, parents don't let their kids go to the park by themselves like that anymore. No, no. Now you can't even say something to the parent. And I'm, we are very inclusive, very open and minded here. But personally for me, it's like parents need to be parents. I used to work as a teacher, as a teacher's assistant, and literally it was like the kid would threaten the parents. Yeah, because they're scared to do anything because like there's so many systems in place that give the child all the power. Yeah, I remember thinking, I'm gonna call social services on you. Like, yeah. My mom would, if I told that to my mom, she's like, like Medea, if you've ever seen a Medea, she'd go, go. I'm gonna hit you upside the head. Sorry, you're gonna you're gonna dial one nine nine. I love that. I love that for your mom. Bless Esther. Oh, my mom was my mom was one of a kind. For real though. Oh my god, that's amazing. I love that. <laughs> you're gonna dial one one nine. Oh yeah, she's like, go. They're gonna they're gonna have to dislodge the throat. 
Medea Medea would say, and my mom would say something not the the throat part, but she'd like, "Go, I'm gonna shove that phone so far down your throat, they're gonna have to dislodge it in the ambulance, so you can call one one nine." That's fucking hilarious. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, I think on that, that is a good place to end this week. I think that's a perfect place to end. I agree. <laughs> perfect place to end this week. Um, we will be back next week um, with a bit of a kiki, and then we're going to throw it to the interview. Um, yeah, I don't think we'll be doing a full kiki just because the interview content is quite lengthy, and I. So good. I, I don't like to be a time pirate and steal all your time. So. <laughs> <laughs> the interview is going to be great. So we're yeah, just it's gonna... a really good interview, though. It's a really cool project. Uh, I'm very excited uh, to um, bring it to the listeners. Um, so happy this person came to us, actually. Yeah. Um, with this project, because just wow, I learned so much during this. And um, in true intercontinental kiki fashion, we get very off topic. So don't worry. Uh, <laughs> you won't be awesome. missing out on any kiki action. Um, it'll just be a little bit different. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, we, there's one thing that we're consistent with is being inconsistent. I know. And I think I did bring that up during the interview. I was like, oh my God, we've checked all the boxes now. We got off topic and we made no sense. Check, check. Um <laughs> I love that. But yeah, so uh, Trish, as always, uh, we'll catch you next week. Yeah, we'll catch up next week. Another Kiki. Well, that's a lie. I talk to you all the time. But um, yeah, we'll catch our listeners up next week. Yes, we'll be back in a recorded format for everyone to listen to our stupidity and hilarity. And also, then hopefully, I'll pull some actual stuff out of this drag book. Like, I'm going to call it a drag book. A drag book. Okay. It's a drag I love book. that. Yeah. It's pretty much a book. Yeah. All right. Maybe <laughs> by next time you record, hopefully I'll get one too. Oh my God. Yes. No, you like you need to. It's so good. The Laguna Blue alone for you. Oh, uh, yes. I stand Laguna Blue. You love her. So. All oh right, everyone. Catch time. you next week. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.